For me, I'm a pastor, and I deal with real people, people just like you every day, people that have a hurt, or they have something going on, and they're trying to figure out, how do I deal with this? And I always know Jesus has the answer. He has that next step for you. Let's open up the Word today and see what God will say specifically to you. Welcome to Your Next Step. I'm Pastor Doug. I'm with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Pastor Doyle, recently you had a chance to sit down with one of our friends here at the church next door. Ask him how the Lord has impacted his life. Well, I love this for a couple reasons. Number one, because... Uh, Dustin is a part of the church, mm-hmm. and, and number two, it was live before the congregation, and so you're going to kind of hear them in the background as part of this episode. But the church next door is not about being a building, it's about being a people. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do these episodes where we're talking with people, and we especially like talking to the church uh, that is a part of our congregation. But the, the church is everywhere, wherever there's a people, and we want to try to challenge people to know their story and share their story, and that's why we're doing this today. Yeah, people have stories. Each person here at the church has encountered the Lord that gives them a testimony, that gives them what Jesus called treasure in their storehouse to share. So we've had our friend, he is a policeman, gives him a unique set of experiences and worldview. Yeah. If I can say this, what I love about Dustin's testimony is that he, he'd grown up in a Christian home, and then he realized he wasn't really serious about it. And he talks about that today, how you can be a Christian, but you're really in a, in a shaky place spiritually. Dustin Vance. This is Dustin, and he is a part of the church. And um, I just want to begin by asking Dustin, why don't you give them a picture of who you are and your connection to them here at the church. Sure. So some of you may know me, some of you may not. Um, My wife and I have been attending here at the church next door for just over a decade, I think. Um, I was born in a Christian household, um, great parents, three brothers. Uh, Really, I've attended church my entire adult life. Um, As an adult, uh, I joined the military as a combat veteran in the Army and currently a police officer. So that's just a, a little bit about myself. Looking right now and sitting here right now, um, things are, are definitely different than I ever would, would have imagined. Um, I have to give you a little bit of a, a backdrop um, on how God has borne a little bit of fruit in my life this okay. past year. But um, several years ago, um, uh, well, let's go here. I'm going to quote my grandpa real quick. So my grandpa was one of my heroes growing up. Um, he's passed away in, in heaven now. But uh, whenever you asked him what was some advice uh, for a successful life, he always stated, walking three abreast, my God, my love, and myself. <clears throat> and to give you a little bit of context uh, for tonight, um, I can confidently state that most of my adult life um, I was not doing that. <clears throat> I definitely wasn't walking with God, even though I was raised in a Christian household, attended church, um, <clears throat> and definitely wasn't walking side by side with my wife. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so. Without getting into details, 
several years ago, um, my life came crashing down. And I really had to walk through some serious fires that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> um, but God was able to really use that time in my life to build me up as a man and a husband yeah. uh, to, to later establish um, to be able to walk with him. So, um, yeah, over the last several years, I really took that time to improve myself, uh, really looked in the mirror and changed what were some of the things that you did over the past? So yeah. you said several years ago, your life kind of imploded. It yeah. kind of blew up. I don't know what the, the yeah. best <laughs> well, word for I, it I'm is. Not, I'm not going to really get into details No, we about don't that, need to but, go into that. Yeah. But, but you began a process then yeah. that put the pieces back together for you. For and, sure. I, and I know God was a part of it. Yeah. So um, it what was, were some of those it pieces? Was inter- it was interesting. So, you know, I've told you that I've attended church my entire life and been a Christian, right? Um, but... Most of that time, I think I can state that uh, I wasn't really walking with God, and I didn't really know Him. All right. Yeah. Um, so really, when my life got really, really bad, um, I kind of, I kind of entered that like that pleading stage with God, right? Okay. <laughs> so you cried out to God? Yeah, absolutely. What yeah. were some of the things you asked Him for? It was more of like a, you know, begging and, uh, you know, help me out, save me. Um, uncle. Yeah, I was crying uncle for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it was, it, was, it was definitely interesting. It was, uh, you know, I was that Christian that um, I, I remember sitting out here and putting a note outside in the, you know, the prayer box yeah. of, Lord, you know, give me strength to get in your word, right? I did that multiple times. Guess what? I never took action. I never took my Bible off of the, you know, oh. off a nightstand. Right? You actually have to open that. Yeah, thing. you actually have to. You actually have to take action. Oh, right? okay. Um, you know, I was the the on Saturdays I would hoot and holler and cheer on with passion for the Buckeyes, right? Yeah. But on Sunday mornings, I was too ashamed to raise my hand and worship. I get you know? that. So <clears throat> it definitely over years it definitely. He kind of put me in, you know, building blocks of really just maturing myself as a man and a, and a, a husband for sure. Okay. So that 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 all kind of lead me into a few okay. other questions coming so up. So in so in 2023, he says uh, the question I asked was, how has God borne fruit in your life when it was hard to see? So, um, what where where what areas of your life have borne some fruit this year? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, like I stated, he really, I, I really had to be torn down to be built back up again, right? Um, but this year was all about walking with Christ. Um, and I, I didn't know it was going to happen this year by any means. <laughs> um, but it definitely started when I went to Kenya, for sure. Okay. Um, it was kind of interesting. My wife, Courtney, she went to Kenya back in 2019. And I think it was uh, pretty life-changing for her as well when she went. But this time, God bless me and your wife, Jennifer, asked me to, uh, to attend Kenya this year. And I was a little hesitant at first. I had no worries about going overseas or experiencing, experiencing a new culture or anything like that. Uh, one of the fears that I had was actually the group that we were going with. 
uh, I just didn't really know anybody. And yeah. as a police officer and being in the, in the military, I definitely am associated with a, lot, a very distinct group of people, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was definitely one of my fears, but looking back on that Kenya trip and some of the people that I went with, God definitely, <clears throat> you know, each, each one of those individuals had their own story and their own reason of being there, right? But it's funny how he placed certain people on that trip to really uh, prep me for what was coming. Yeah. Well, some of the things, that, some of the things about the trip that most people won't know is that Jennifer is pretty tough on you yeah. in getting you ready for the trip. Yeah. Well, she kind of tells you, you know, what yeah. to do. Yeah. Uh, she, so most people think of Jennifer as sweet, and she is, but, but she goes through a list of the things you're not going to have while you're there mm -hmm. in terms of what items you need to take with you and don't take with you. Uh, and um, she required some things of you to prep and, and I really wasn't a part of that, uh, but I know she met with you multiple times. I kind of slid in under mm -hmm. the radar. I, I, I flashed my pastor card, and you guys allowed me to go. But uh, I remember showing up at the last meeting, or one of the last meetings, when everybody had to share their testimony, yeah. <laughs> when everybody had to talk about what team they're going to be on. So what were some of the requirements for you to go on that team that you remember that stood out for you? Yeah, so one of the main major requirements to, to go on the trip was you were going to share your testimony and um, talk about stepping outside of your comfort zone. Um, so actually, before the trip upstairs, when we, when we shared our testimony, I shared a very small glimpse of my actual testimony. And uh, you guys can already tell I'm a little emotional. <laughs> um, but... Uh, once I got to Kenya, um, I actually ended up did sharing my entire testimony, which is uh, pretty in depth, and uh, we can, we can cover that here in a little bit. It helps though when we take you to prison and say yeah. share your testimony, yes. or we're not letting you out. Yeah, a little ironic. Like uh, you know, here I am, a police officer halfway across the world, sharing my testimony to about a hundred inmates. Um, but yeah, that was one of the greatest days of my life for sure. It was. I was there. It was a lot of fun to see yeah. that. So that would be one of those things I would say, you, you don't imagine it's gonna bear fruit in your life, mm -hmm. but learning to share your testimony. Mm -hmm. But yet, you, you practiced on us, and then we took you halfway around the world and let you share your testimony with a whole different group of people. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was incredible. Um, I. So those of you that want to hear my full testimony will have to come on a mission trip. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I talk about, take, you know, stepping out on, uh, on your faith and really trusting God. Um, here I was in front of a team that I didn't really know very well. And, you know, at the women's prison, the men's prison, um, all the men at the conference, I think I shared it three different times. Yep. And here I am talking about things that I have never, never told anybody before. Um, um, but yeah, at the, at the men's prison, I think that was the second time I shared it. And Evans, Bishop Evans obviously liked what I had to say. So he approached me <laughs> and stated, hey, Dustin, you're, you're going to share your testimony um, 
at the men's prison. So sure enough, um, I shared my, my testimony and it was good. Uh, and immediately afterwards, he did the kind of the, he asked if anybody wanted to be saved uh, yeah. right there and what, a couple, two, three dozen people stood up. It was amazing. That your life with Jesus, your ups and downs, can impact other people mm -hmm. that the bishop couldn't have accomplished on his own. No, absolutely not, yeah. <laughs> and see, I think so many times we limit our story and we think, oh, it's not that important. I'm just a police officer. I'm just a dad. Mm -hmm. I'm just a husband. But the struggles that you face that God has brought you through are always powerful. We have more resources for you at doylejackson.com. We will be right back with more Your Next Step. So Pastor Doyle, this month we have put together a resource that we believe yeah. will bring people closer to God. We want as many people as possible to have it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, I think when we're trying to grow in our faith, there's several things that we need to learn about our relationship with God. And so in any relationship, it's a conversation, mm -hmm. but we don't know how to have that conversation with God. That's what prayer is. It's just talking to God. And so this free resource, it's called the Acts Method, all right? It's to help you get going in your prayer life. We Sometimes we need to go and we're asking God for stuff, and then other times we just need to be in His presence and talk to Him about how He is the great God. He's a wonderful God. We need to adore Him. It's all in this prayer method, and we want to help you do that to get in the habit of praying and seeking the Lord. That's what it's about. Yeah, we've learned how to make conversation with each other. We may not realize that we've learned it, but we have. We need to learn how to make conversation with God as well. This Acts method, I picked it up early in Bible college, have used it for years and years. Yep. It really is a great way to enter into that kind of conversational prayer. Yeah, it'll encourage you because you'll begin to feel like, okay, am I covering all the bases? And we've got all four bases, and uh, you're going to get to home plate in your relationship with God. So go get the Pray First Acts Method uh, today. Yeah, we really want you to have it. It is at doylejackson.com. Give us your email. You will get access to the PDF. For the Pray First Acts Method free resource, go to doylejackson.com. Let's continue with your next step. This is Dustin, and he is a part of the church. In what ways do you feel like God was transplanting your life this year? And this also talks about those relationships, and you've already mentioned those relationships. Yeah, so yeah, I'll kind of expand, uh, you know, expand on that. So when, I mean, your wife transplanted me to Kenya <laughs> um, to, to really start, you know, kick this uh kick this off. Um, I'm, I'm going to touch just a little bit on the team that I mentioned going to okay. Kenya. Um, you know, I, I was so nervous just about if I was going to get along with the, with the, with the team and, and how that was going to work and everything. And, um, I remember my conversations at the airport with, uh, Sherry and Brent. And I remember sitting down with Sherry right there at the Columbus airport, like at the beginning of the trip. Right. Mm -hmm. And, I, I talked to her. I was like, you know, I'm, I've really been praying about, and I, I want to hopefully receive the bat baptism of the Holy Spirit on this trip. And 
two hours later, it felt like, you know, we uh, finished, finished that conversation. And, and that was the, she's the sweetest lady I've ever met. Um, and that was like really like the first part of that trip that really started to prep me, right? Um, and then my brother, um, Braden, this, this kid, 17 years old, and here I am, 36, an established career, a veteran, police officer, and the 17 year old has more faith than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> and you're back there. <laughs> you have a huge impact on my life, brother. My m brother Ike. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're all roomed together. He's 17 year old, 36 year old, and like a 72 year old, right? It was wild. Um, but yeah, brother Ike, another another guy, just just absolutely loves the Lord, right? Yeah. And this is really before my, my spiritual life, you know, was had changed. So God put these people on that trip for a reason, right? Um, and then even watching Christy, of all people, um, you know, so watching her pray for the first time over people, I'm sitting here like, wow, like this person is sitting here praying in the Holy Spirit and just praying her absolute heart out. And I'm like, I want some of that. <laughs> there was the night, I think it was the first night we were actually at the, um, the, the widow's retreat. It was one night, I'm sitting sitting down with Braden and Ike, and I, I, we're just talking about the day, how, how Christ is moving us in this, uh, and so forth, and I mentioned to him that I had been talking to Brent and Sherry and other people about receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and you know, we're all crying, we're all praying, and sure enough, right then, Ike's just like, let's just do it right now. And uh, that's when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and really haven't looked back since. Um, and that was also one of the best days of my life. So, so God gave you a, a, a language yep. to pray in that you don't understand, and um, you've started praying in that language. Yes. And what you're telling me is it's transformed your life. Absolutely. And yet you don't understand it. That's correct. <laughs> but yet you can see the fruit of it. Absolutely, yeah. And so what's some of the fruit of that in your life? Uh, I, I, think, I think it's just, it, it's, it's really for the first time in my life, I'm really walking with God. I am forming that relationship with God um, as opposed to just participating in church. Yeah. Like I did my entire pretty much adult life. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, it's just another another tool. <laughs> I, I'm, I act like I don't know what I'm talking about when I ask you those questions, but I do because see, what most people don't understand about the the baptism in the Holy Spirit is because it's a gift to transform you, and and the goal of the Holy Spirit is to make you holy. Okay, Jesus said that. Jesus said that I will send you a helper. It will bring to your remembrance the things that you need to remember. Uh, I will send you a helper, and he'll remind you of my word. This is Jesus teaching on it, okay? If Jesus wanted us to have something, I don't want to oppose that. And I submit to you, any Christian that opposes something that Jesus recommended for you is on dangerously thin ice. And yet I know some very well-spoken, thoughtful Christians 
that will speak, speak against it. And I, I think that that is problematic. When Jesus said, I want you to have this, and he told the disciples to go and wait for it. Um, I think it was in the, in the, in the countdown tonight, they said, Some, sometimes you think that when we're asking you to serve, it's because we want you to serve in order for us to get something done. It's not true. We want you to serve because it'll transform your life. And that's the truth. So uh, would you read Matthew 16, 18 and yeah. to 19? Who do you say I am? And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So Jesus, Jesus makes the statement that on him we're built and that he'll begin to do stuff in our lives. He'll build in our life. And I want you to learn to expect that if you participate in the body of Christ to be a part of the church, that you are going to be built up and that you're going to be a part of the spiritual realm. And so I, I guess the next question for you is, how has God been building in your life? How did, how did this past year really build into your life, your marriage? Yeah. Uh, how's it changed your relationship with your girls? Right. So, yeah, it's, it's been significant. Um, I've, I've definitely been, I'm being way more deliberate in my actions. So, in, like I stated earlier, instead of, you know, praying to God, hey, give me, give me the strength to read my Bible, but I don't take it off of my, you know, my nightstand, right? Now my Bible lives on my kitchen table. So it's there as a daily reminder. So... I'm going to read my Bible every day, which I have, right? Um, and being in being in the Word, it, it is so powerful, right? Um, so I, we actually, my wife and I started started uh, reading the Bible every day after Bishop Evans and uh, Mellon came. And those of you that don't know them, uh, they're just two absolutely amazing individuals that we met over in Kenya. And Bishop Evans, literally, you can just feel the Holy Spirit uh, come into the room You know, when he yeah. enters. It's, it's amazing. And after, after he was here visiting, you know, I spoke with, with Courtney. And I said, I was like, man, like I'm, you really look in the mirror and you're like, what, do you, what am I doing in, in my life? Like, what? <laughs> like, you look at him and he's way up here, right? I mean, it's just amazing. Not just because he's six foot six. Right, right. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, right? Um, but it's like, it's like, what can we do to improve ourselves, right, uh, spiritually? So, and Courtney said, well, why don't we just start by reading the Bible every day? And that's the bare minimum you can be doing, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it was funny how that worked out right after Bishop Evans came is, is right when the year in the Bible with the church next door, your, your, your daily plan, uh, we lit, it was, we were starting the New Testament. Yeah. So um, I, I've already finished the New Testament. I'm, I'm a little ahead, which is, which is okay, right? That is okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, what, what's interesting, though, it's, it's amazing how just being in the Bible, though, uh, every day, how it can transform your life. And it's, it's also, it's funny, you know, Courtney and I will sit down and read, and, you know, every now and again, you know, I'll go, oh, man, 
or wow, you know, and, it, and, it, and it's sitting here, I'm sitting here reading these passages, and it's, and it's like the Holy Spirit's, you know, is, is punching me in the face, right, <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it really makes you sit back and, and look at yourself, and it, it, makes, it makes you better, for sure. I think that in our lives, um, we have good times, and we have not-so-good times. I won't call them bad times. And even in the midst of those, God's with us. And, and sometimes, yes, I believe that God permits and allows things that are difficult for us because he knows that it's good for us. Mm-hmm. In, in the same way, you know, you know better than I do, you, you've had military training, boot camp is for a reason. Yeah. As, as harsh as it is, and yet, most of us don't volunteer for boot camp. But life will bring you a boot camp, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And it will teach you something. And I don't know if you have a boot camp ahead of you in 2024, this coming year. But if you do, if you'll, if you'll take that verse, say, God, I trust in you, all right? I'm not going to lean to my own understanding. I'm not going to... If you will look to God's word... I can promise you it will it will come out, all right? That God will lead you through it. Yeah, if you do have uh, a boot camp coming up in 2024, maybe it's not the worst thing, right? Uh, because we can always grow and we can always get better. So that was our interview with Dustin, our police officer friend and member of the church next door. Anything in particular from that interview, Pastor Doyle, that you heard that you're like, yeah, I need to... I think there's a couple things there. Uh, number one, uh, take the time to think through what is your testimony? What do you really believe about God, and how has he worked in your life? And maybe start talking with a friend to say, what do you think is unique about my spiritual life? You know, Tell them your, your story a little bit. Learn to share your story. Because if the Christians in our community would begin to share their God story with the people around them, our neighborhoods would be transformed, okay, and, and walk that out. And so that's what I would do. And, and secondly, I would say, if you think you've been living your Christian life and you haven't been serious enough about it, just repent right now. You just need to say a prayer, God, forgive me. Mm-hmm. I've been wrong. Uh, Dustin talks about how he started a year in the Bible, uh, and it's changed his life. Uh, find a way to say, God, I'm going to be serious about my faith with you. Excellent. I, I agree. Story is powerful. I was blind, but now I see. Doesn't yeah. get much better than that. We're so glad that Dustin shared his story with us. We're so glad you listened to it. would love for you to share it with someone else, pass this podcast along, and then come back because we've got more Your Next Step. Your Next Step with Doyle Jackson is a ministry of The Church Next Door in Columbus, Ohio. Your prayers for us are always valued, but to help keep us on the air, visit doylejackson.com and click Give. That's doylejackson.com. You can also send a check to The Church Next Door. Our address is 5755 Fetter Road, Columbus, Ohio, 43228. Again, that's 5755 F-E-D-E-R Road, Columbus, Ohio, 43228. Please put radio in the memo line. Lastly, if you need prayer or have questions, text us at 888-644-4034. That's 
644-4034. I'm Pastor Doug, and Pastor Doyle and I would love to see you next time for your next step.